Do you have your head in the sand when it comes to the nursing profession and the healthcare industry and the way it's changing all around you? Here on episode 74 of the Nurse Keith Show, we're going to dive deep into why it's so important for nurses to keep their finger on the pulse of the profession and be ready to pivot when it's time to change. You know what, folks? The sands are shifting and we need to be ready for the changes before they happen. Welcome to episode 74 of the Nurse Keith Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for being part of the Nurse Keith Nation. Thanks for reaching out to me. Thanks for the emails and the texts. Thanks for the phone calls. It's great to hear from you. And I'm very grateful for you being here. This podcast, as always, is all about you and your nursing career. And I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that are going to get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. This episode of the Nurse Keith Show is sponsored by Staff Garden. They're a digital healthcare company that connects nurses with high quality employers around the United States through their private, secure online e portfolio. I have an e portfolio, and you can sign up for one too at staffgarden.com forward slash Nurse Keith. Thanks to Staff Garden for their generous support. Anyway, the show notes for this episode can be found at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 74. And you may remember that I'm a member of the ProMed Network of Healthcare Podcasts at promednetwork.com. And I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of Nurse Podcasters with RNFM Radio, the Innovative Nurse Show with Kevin Ross, and Elizabeth Scala's Your Next Shift Podcast. You can find me on iTunes, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, etc. You can leave me a voicemail at nursekeith.com. And I want you to connect with me in any way that feels comfortable to ask me any questions you need. Please reach out. I wanted to share some fun facts with you here and there about my life, just some quirky things that might give you a laugh or give you pause or remind you of yourself. So a fun fact about me is that when I was a toddler, I had a beautiful red tricycle, but you know what? I refused to ride it. So instead, I held it by the handlebar and I walked it like a dog. So you may think I'm a little odd now, but I was odd back then too, folks. Anyway, I'm thrilled you're here. I want to dig in today's topic. And again, the show notes are at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 74. So let's get into it. So you know what? Healthcare and nursing have been changing since the days of Hippocrates, or even before Hippocrates, and we all know that it's been changing much more rapidly, especially nursing, since the days of Florence Nightingale and the birth, we could say, of the modern nurse. And we know that healthcare changed enormously in the 20th century, and in the 21st century, the rate of change is so enormous, it's hard to even keep pace with. So some of us work pretty hard trying to stay abreast of the changes, trying to keep our ear to the rails, trying to keep our finger on the pulse. But you know what? I know there are some of you out there who have your head buried in the sand, you're hoping it's all going to go away, or you're hoping it's not going to affect you. And you know what? Change is inevitable, folks, especially in healthcare these days in the 21st century. So you got to get used to it and you have to be ready to pivot when the going gets good 
or the going gets tough. So over at the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 74, there's a link to a recent article in Healthcare News, and they tracked how many acquisitions and mergers happened in the healthcare space in 2016 up till now. Just a warning, I'm recording this in early September 2016, and just until September, there were 56 acquisitions or mergers in the healthcare industry in the United States alone. So by the end of the year, we're going to be well over 60 acquisitions or mergers. Some of you are going to say, well, I don't really care about economics. I don't follow that sort of thing. I don't read Fortune magazine. But you know what, folks? Some of these changes impact nurses directly, and many of them impact you indirectly. So think about this. You work in a nice community hospital in your town or city, and it's great. It's run by a local board of directors. Things are pretty small and intimate. You can get heard when you need to be heard. You can get your opinion to the people who can make changes and innovations when you see that it's time for change and innovation. However, let's say your hospital is purchased by a large hospital conglomerate, a privately traded company with stockholders who they need to please, and your hospital is purchased, swallowed up by this gargantuan healthcare conglomerate. And you know what? Your job might be cut. Things could get refocused. All of the changes that you and your colleagues helped to implement around, let's say, nurse-patient ratios or mandatory overtime, those might be completely obliterated by this acquisition or merger, and all of a sudden you're back where you started 10 or 15 years ago. I'm not trying to instill the fear of God in you, but you need to be ready because these things can happen. And if you have your head under a blanket, or maybe you've created a fort in your living room with sheets over the furniture like you did when you were a kid, it might be cozy in there. It might feel warm and safe to be unaware of what's happening out there, folks, but it's just like If you cover your eyes, people can still see you. So you need to be ready and aware and follow the trends as they happen. So there are several ways to be ready during this economic healthcare climate, and I'm going to go through them now. I hope you find these interesting and helpful. Some of them I've talked about before, but sometimes I need to repeat things, and sometimes we need to hear things in slightly different ways in order for the light bulb to go off. So let's jump into this. So... I've told many of you, I've written about it, I've spoken about it, I've blogged about it, I've tweeted about it, that you need to keep your resume up to date and ready to roll at a moment's notice. Let's just say that something's happening at your healthcare organization and a promotion has come up or there's a lateral move or a horizontal move that is perfect for you and you feel like it's time to jump. And you know what? You have to stay up till five o'clock in the morning because you haven't looked at your resume for three years and you need to submit it by 9 a.m. the next day. This happens to people. They contact me and say, oh my God, I need help with my resume by tomorrow. And sometimes I can help and sometimes I don't have time. So keep your resume up to date at all times. Meanwhile, I know I've said this before too, and I'm going to say it again. You need to maximize and optimize your potential on LinkedIn, because if you haven't done it by now, you need to. So some of you may be aware of this, some of you may not, but 
Earlier in 2016, LinkedIn was purchased by Microsoft for billions of dollars. It was Microsoft's largest single purchase of another company in its history. So you can imagine Microsoft sees the value in LinkedIn and I can imagine myself and many pontificators out there can also imagine that LinkedIn is going to become even more integrated into the business space in the years to come. So I wrote a blog post about it on June 29th, 2016. So there's quotes from this article and a link to my blog post from June 29th, 16 in the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 74. So LinkedIn is central to your career development. It needs to be the hub of your digital networking. And let's say, for instance, that you want to find all the pediatric nurses in your zip code or a zip code of a city where you're moving because you want to make some connections. You can use the advanced search function on LinkedIn to find all those pediatric nurses and reach out to them and maybe even meet them for coffee. Many of my clients have used LinkedIn this way. I've taught them how to use the advanced search and then how to create a targeted search for specific types of people or people at specific organizations. And some of my clients have made some very powerful connections with others through LinkedIn. So you definitely want to make it the centerpiece of your digital networking. So folks, you also need to stay abreast of changes that are happening and trends that are happening those mergers and acquisitions that I mentioned, but also changes in nursing education, changes in technology and social media, and the ways in which jobs are posted and jobs are found by other people. Speaking of trends on how jobs are found by other people, I want to take a pause for the cause of thanking our generous sponsor at Staff Garden. They're innovating in an enormous way when it comes to how savvy nurses find jobs in the 21st century, and they're definitely leaders in creating a new platform for nurses to connect with some of the most progressive healthcare employers in the United States. They're a digital healthcare company, and as a nurse, you can create a free, totally secure online e-portfolio that Staff Garden shares only with the employers you've agreed for them to share your portfolio with. It exposes you to positions that you're not going to find in other places because you know what? A lot of these employers are not posting these positions anywhere else. So if you want to see what Staff Garden is like, go to staffgarden.com forward slash Nurse Keith and click on the link. I'm really grateful to Staff Garden and I want you to find the opportunities that they're posting there every day. So speaking of trends, some of you may be quite unhappy about this particular trend, but you know what? It's happening and we can't reverse it. So more and more hospitals especially are only hiring nurses with bachelor's degrees. Whether we like it or not, based on the Institute of Medicine's Future of Nursing report that came out just a few years ago and it's linked in the show notes, they recommended that hospitals move towards, I think, at least 80% baccalaureate prepared nursing workforce by 2020. I don't think we're going to meet that recommendation of 80 to 100% by 2020, but it's happening, folks. Some of you nurses out there with associate degrees, you may find that you're being frozen out of certain types of positions, or you can't even apply for positions at particular facilities because of that bachelor's degree requirement. 
I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying I necessarily completely agree with this trend, but there's nothing we can do about it because it's happening. Let's think about those nurses back in the day who had diplomas. Some of you may not be aware, especially if you're younger nurses, that way back before, let's say, the 80s or Well, actually, maybe even into the early 90s, there were schools of nursing housed in hospitals. Nurses earned diplomas, not college degrees. They earned diplomas in nursing, and they received what some people feel is absolutely excellent clinical training because they were working in a hospital throughout their nursing education career. Some people feel that they're lamenting those days of that type of training. However, Nursing education did shift into colleges and universities and community colleges for the associate degree, which basically replaced that diploma program. And, you know, every type of nursing education has its ups and downs, has its positives and negatives. Those diploma nurses are probably, there probably aren't very many of them left because they're older and probably are retiring or have retired already. And 30, 40 years from now, there probably will not be many, if any, associate degree nurses left. So we have to embrace these changes in education. Now, there are some employers, like the Home Health Agency in Albuquerque, New Mexico, where I'm the director of nursing and the chief nursing officer, we are hiring associate degree nurses because we think they're awesome and we are not requiring a bachelor's degree. However, especially at the hospital level, you are going to find fewer and fewer jobs for nurses with associate degrees. So if you feel like you need to find a program, maybe an online learning program for you to get your degree, you can check out American Sentinel University. They're a previous sponsor of the show and many of the other online degrees where if there is a clinical component, you can do it in your own local town and not have to travel anywhere else. So that's something to keep your finger on the pulse of. And if you're getting frozen out of the jobs you want, folks, then you have to go on and get that higher degree. So another place not to bury your head in the sand, nurses, is opportunities in nurse entrepreneurship and business. Some of you might be rolling your eyes because I did a recent show on whether some of you out there are on fire to start a business. And remember, starting a business doesn't have to be a big deal. It can be a very small profit project on the side while you're still working as a nurse, or you can go full bore and form a corporation and start something really robust and complicated. But with this rapidly aging population all around the world, lots of nurses are jumping into private duty concierge nursing for the elderly. Some people are opening their own nursing agencies or home health services. So There are lots of ways to capitalize on the aging population and leverage your skills and expertise as a nurse. Meanwhile, some of you might be aware that I speak at the National Nurses and Business Association annual conference almost every year, and I'll be in Las Vegas October 14th to 16th of 2016, speaking on marketing, branding, podcasting, and networking for nurse entrepreneurs. So I'm a big fan of the NNBA, and you can go to nnbanow.com to check out the National Nurses and Business Association. My friend Michelle Podlesny is really taking that organization to a new level, so I definitely recommend you check it out and maybe join us in Las Vegas one of these years. So 
Folks, we nurses need to watch for change. Healthcare is dynamic. It's shifting. The sands are moving beneath our feet and things just have to change and we have to roll with them. One way for you to keep your finger on the pulse is using social media as a tool for keeping pace with the times. Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Reddit, Snapchat, Instagram. There are lots of platforms for you to tune into trending conversations, whether you understand how hashtags work or not, it doesn't really matter. One great tool I recommend is Feedly. There's a link to Feedly in the show notes. This is a service that allows you to subscribe to different subjects that you want to follow. And Feedly curates that information for you. And you can go to your Feedly page or receive Feedly updates by email. You can even check these, of course, on your mobile device. And while you're busy doing other things like waiting for the laundry to dry or walking your dog or sitting in the park or having coffee, you can go through your Feedly feed and read about trends that are happening in any area of life or culture or economics or politics or healthcare that you care to follow. Another app I really like that I'm using on my smartphone quite a bit these days is Flipboard. You can check out Flipboard. It's a very similar service to Feedly. It's very visually oriented and you can basically use your thumb and flip through all the trending topics that you're choosing to follow and that can help you keep abreast of what's happening. You can also use Google Alerts if you have a Google account. You can sign up for Google Alerts to follow nursing or healthcare or healthcare economics or whatever it is you're interested in, and you can stay tuned into news and trends of interest to you. So as technology charges forward at an unbelievable rate of change and innovation, we need to keep up with the times. And hats off to all of you out there who've learned and mastered Epic, which is basically, I think, the most or one of the top two or three electronic medical records out there. So being conversant with information technology is crucial For you younger nurses, that's not such a big deal. You're digital natives. You're used to this stuff. You can learn things intuitively. For some of us older nurses, it's a little bit of a learning curve. And you older nurses, you need to keep pace with the change and innovation that's happening in technology. So there are new bedside devices. There are new forms of clinical communication. There are innovations in patient care. We can't ignore these trends if we want to stay relevant. And this can be hard for the older nurses who really struggle with those changes. Get the help you need. Don't run the other way screaming when there's a new EMR, folks. Learn it. Become a super user. Ask someone to mentor you. Embrace the new stuff that comes along. Apply your critical thinking. Apply your skills, leverage your intelligence, use your nursing savvy and your natural innate curiosity to overcome your frustration or your resistance to new technology and changes. When something new comes along, don't say, oh my God, another change, something else I have to learn. Just say, hmm, that's interesting. I'm going to dig into this and become a super user. I'm going to master this new technology, darn it. So folks, You need to stay awake and aware and be willing and curious enough about what's coming down the pike. So you can anticipate change and try to stay a step ahead. That's great. But if you can't anticipate it, when that wave is cresting, you want to ride the wave. You don't want to have that wave knock you down because you're standing there staring in the other direction or pretending that the wave isn't happening. So stay awake and aware 
Don't get caught in the undertow of change. Stay abreast of the changes so that you're not swept away at a time when you really should be paying attention and moving right along with everyone else. So there you have it, folks. Thanks for listening to The Nurse Keith Show. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered. I hope this helps you think in a new way or think again about the changes that maybe that you've been resisting Or you can give yourself a pat on the back for embracing a change that's happened around you and you've done really well moving, pivoting with the times. So I want you to take some inspired action. If there's a new technology you've embraced, write to me about it. Keith at nursekeith.com. Tell me what you embraced. If there's a change that you're really unhappy about, if there's a change that you just don't know what to do or you feel really stuck, again, Email me, keith at nursekeith.com. Tell me what that stuck thing is. I'll respond and we can have a quick conversation. My thanks again to my good friends over at Staff Garden. Go to staffgarden.com forward slash nursekeith to check them out. To set up your own completely free, digitally secure e-portfolio and join lots of other nurses who are doing the same. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by the wonderful Tim Hollowell of thepodcastingguy.com and thepodcastinggroup.com. Tim, you're awesome. You're doing a great job with the show. I'm sure my audience will agree. Thanks for all the awesome editing and production. Social media and promotion are handled by Mark Cappiespeason. You can check out Mark's work on my Instagram feed and my Facebook feed especially. And Mark and his wife, Sheila, are now celebrating the one-month birthday of their beautiful baby daughter, Samantha. Mark and Sheila, congratulations once again. You can find me on iTunes, post a review if you like, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, etc. Sign up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com. And you can leave me a voicemail right from the bright pink banner on the far left side of any page of my website. So folks, stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying and fun and changing with the times and pivoting than you ever imagined you were capable of. So be well, dig deep, keep in touch, and adios till next time.